Today's episode is brought to you by Olive, a next-generation logistics company serving premium fashion brands. Are your e-commerce logistics costs going through the roof? Olive is here to help. Olive offers brands and retailers over 50% off of return shipping expenses instantly while offering customers a sustainable, waste-free packaging and delivery experience. The solution is turnkey and no development work is required. You simply download their Shopify app to get started. To learn more, visit shopolive.com slash watsonweekly. Save money, save the planet. It's December 5th, 2022, and this is the Watson Weekly, your essential e-commerce digest. Today on our show, eBay opens store in New York City that accepts pre-owned luxury as currency. Live shopping comes to holiday windows. Microsoft and AWS both release supply chain platforms. And our Black Friday Cyber Monday Roundup. And finally, the Investor Minute, which contains five items this week from the world of venture capital, acquisitions, and IPOs. But first, in our shopping cart full of news, eBay opens store in New York City that accepts pre-owned luxury as currency. Seemingly wanting to capitalize on the struggle of players like The Real Real, eBay recently opened a store in New York City doing Jewelry Week. Here's how it works. You exchange an item for closet currency. eBay praises the item and then you can use that currency to buy items from other luxury items in the store. This is all backed by eBay's authenticity guarantee which applies to handbags, sneakers, watches, and now jewelry. If the buyer doesn't want to exchange the item for anything, the store will help them list it on eBay. Overall, I don't think just this one store moves the needle for eBay, especially if you look at the website it only seemed to open on November 16th and 17th during Jewelry Week in New York City. However, it could be something to watch if eBay continues to plan similar events in the future to increase visibility of its luxury efforts. In case you're wondering why this matters, luxury is important to eBay despite the company's reputation. Recent data shows that top brands like Chanel, David Yurman and Gucci are up 100% in 2022 so far compared to 2021, which is a lot of progress for the company. Our second story. Live shopping comes to select New York City holiday window displays. And what seems like a strange mashup to me, during the holiday startup Talk Shop Live is streaming a live shopping show in select New York City retail windows. Some big musicians are involved like Shania Twain, Gloria Estefan, as well as Chef Bobby Flay. No word where these displays will appear, which seems like an odd choice to me. Wouldn't you want to promote this? On the other hand, Saks is also testing out the Saks Live feature according to Aaron Barr from Marketing Dive. Elton John will be using to support his AIDS foundation. In case you weren't aware, Saks Live is a series of live shopping events that Saks launched last year designed to feature luxury fashion and beauty brands and icons. Hard to tell how Saks Live is going as the company has not released any figures, but in luxury, you need star power to drive demand and high price points. The tie-in with Elton John is who is completing his farewell tour in America is pretty compelling, as traditional New York City stack store light display would also contain Elton John's songs. Of course, I'm a huge Elton John fanboy. Our third story. Microsoft and AWS both released supply chain platforms. As if pre-planned, both Amazon and Microsoft introduced supply chain platforms. What's my take on it? 
Microsoft seems better planned and suited for the enterprise. If you're on Teams or Azure or Power BI, it's a natural fit. Microsoft's deep retail experience also shows through in the feature set. AWS is taking early steps into a new world. Feels more like a business intelligence-focused tool and more destined for the mid-market customer who has built their infrastructure on Amazon Web Services. Both provide data integrations to connect to systems of record and other data sources such as ERP, EDI, WMS, and order management systems. Machine learning-powered insights into inventory, demand planning, supplier lead times, stockouts, etc. Regarding the AWS supply chain offering specifically, AWS added its own collaboration tool, but it feels like if you aren't on Teams already, aren't you on Slack? Kind of feels like a miss here. Pricing is pay-as-you-go, similar to its other cloud offerings, mostly gigabyte storage or SKU and location-based pricing. There are no enterprise license fees. The core of the offering is a supply chain data lake, so essentially collecting and organizing all the data into one place so that you can then run machine learning models on top of it. As far as Microsoft is concerned, the whole offering sounds better structured. There are integrations to Microsoft Dynamics 365, other ERPs, its low-code platform, Azure, Power BI, and Teams. Microsoft's solution also adds an order management module to connect between sources of real-time inventory and orchestrate fulfillment. There are big players in the space like Manhattan, IBM Sterling, but I'm guessing Microsoft wants to be good enough here for some customers. Also, these types of order management systems tend to work for B2B suppliers and are often not designed for consumer scenarios. Another advantage over AWS is that Microsoft allows extensible partner modules for new capabilities and data. There are several pre-announced launch partners like CH Robinson, Walmart Go Local, FedEx, and Forkites. It's totally not lost on me that Walmart is on this list. I also suspect that there is a large enterprise license fee waiting here. But the good news is you may already have many of these subcomponents in Teams, Azure, Power BI, Power, etc. As far as a wrap-up, much of this is still in early innings, but Microsoft seems further along than AWS. Both have preview elements, but Microsoft's offerings feels more complete and thoughtful. My biggest concern is with supply chain, collaboration is a key feature, and Microsoft Teams gives a decisive edge for Microsoft here. Secondarily, a lot of Microsoft tools end up being not as useful, quote, out of the box and require building custom apps to really optimize them for your enterprise. This creates big opportunities, but also a few challenges for IT teams, value-added resellers, and other partners. Anyone selling into Microsoft Azure or Dynamics 365 ecosystem would be wise to pay attention to this, as it seems like the future of their retail efforts. And while AWS has a significant retail presence, its tools are less built out than Microsoft. But still, the focus on data is so important that if you source or transform data, you will also need to build connectors here to play well. And our last story, our Black Friday Cyber Monday Roundup. Well, we're through the Black Friday and Cyber Monday madness and wanted to wrap it up for everyone to see if we can learn anything about the season, consumers, and help us inform 2023. I'll just call it Cyber Week for short here. Adobe reports, Revenue from buy now, pay later rose 70% year over year. Prior to Cyber Week, Deloitte found that 37% of consumers plan to use some kind of buy now, pay later option. Black Friday sales topped 9 billion, a 2.3% increase over last year. Cyber Monday sales hit a record and topped 11.2 billion, rising 5% from prior years and 25% greater than Black Friday sales. Last year, Cyber Monday was only 20% larger than Black Friday. MasterCard reported that Black Friday sales rose 12% and online sales rose 14%.
Of course, these figures are not adjusted for inflation. For its part, Shopify and Big Commerce reported a 19 and 31% in sales rise, respectively, reflecting continued growth in the middle of the market. Although these are not same store sales being reported, so it's really only useful to judge the growth of these platforms, not the broader market. Jefferies, a financial analyst, reported 73% of retailers tracked offered more promotions than last year, led by athletic wear brands like Nike, Lululemon, and Under Armour. Ugg Boots was mentioned as a standout winner with fewer online promotions and more online search traffic. Amazon reported record holiday sales but didn't provide any more information than its top categories were in home, fashion, toys, beauty, and devices. I posted a Black Friday roundup on LinkedIn last week that was slightly more pessimistic than the report I'm giving now. And I've tempered that some haven't seen some full Cyber Monday data, which grew faster than Black Friday. Cyber Monday has really surpassed Black Friday recently as the biggest shopping day of the season and seems to be pulling away in terms of momentum. And it also seems like consumers are getting addicted to shopping from their couch and avoiding huge crowds just to get the same deals they can also get online. And while Adobe says the increase in sales was not just due to higher prices, it's hard to take it entirely seriously. Even if there was higher demand, it seems like consumers leveraged themselves to make the purchases. Not to mention, costs of energy and labor are still relatively high, which often means that a brand's cost of goods have gone up. So more sales during the period caused at least partly by higher inflation, but more discounting, more leveraged consumers, and lower profitability. Everyone likes to hear about the upside, but no one wants to hear the warning signs and essentially shifted demand patterns due to consumers waiting on discounting. I also think many people also forget about the year we're comping to, where retailers struggled to keep products on shelves due to major supply chain issues last year. This year, discounting is everywhere as oversupply is the new issue. In the final analysis, holiday sales for the entire season after accounting for inflation may still end up relatively flat when you take all these factors into account. It's that time, friends, for our Investor Minute. We have five items on the menu today. First, retailer lows to sell its Canadian business to Sycamore Partners. Canada represents about 7% of the total business today, and the business is being acquired for $400 million in cash. Sycamore Partners is a private equity firm focused on retail and consumer investments. Second, accessories rental platform Vivrel raises $35 million. Essentially, Vivrel is a subscription platform like Rent the Runway, but for accessories only. The founders seem intent on not repeating the same mistakes as Rent the Runway. Obviously, accessories don't have the same sizing and laundry issues as apparel. Third, Startup Visit raises $10 million in venture funding to transform e-commerce with new AI-powered image analytics platform. This is an interesting one, and I haven't seen it before. Visit is a visual brand intelligence platform which measures the consumer's reaction to your imagery across the website and other channels. Given how much money is spent or wasted on creative shooting in the dark and how much image and video swipe affects shopping behavior, this could really help drive your creative spend. Fourth, loyalty provider Antavo closes 10 million euro in Series A funding. True story, I met the Antavo team many years ago and it's great to see them progress in their journey. The company is based in the UK and it's an API-driven but no-code offering for omnichannel loyalty. And finally, Crater merchandising startup Spring acquired by Amaze. It seems like Spring has had some funding troubles recently and had layoffs after raising a total of $70 million. 
Amaze is essentially a mobile page builder company that works with brands on social media, which from my vantage point looks like a very crowded space. That's all for this week. Till next time, Watsonians. Hi, I'm Rick Watson, CEO and founder of RMW Commerce Consulting and host of the Watson Weekly Podcast, your essential e-commerce digest. Want to discuss the topics on the show? Head on over to community.rmwcommerce.com to connect with other listeners. Our production partner for the series is Citizen Racecar. The show is produced by Alex Brower, production manager Gabriella Montekin. To hear new episodes of the show every Monday morning, subscribe now at rmwcommerce.com slash Watson Weekly and wherever you get your podcasts.